Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Life Out Loud. We are on episode number five now. That's halfway a double digit. Can you believe it? So this week's episode is actually going to be split into two parts. So this is going to be part one, this episode here, and then next Monday as you all listen to this, part two will come out. I will explain why after we do the happiness factor of the week. I will tell you what's made me happy now and then we can get straight into the topic, straight into the episode and I'll explain why. I've chosen to split into two parts. So I was gonna give you a recommendation of something that I've been enjoying that's been making me happy like I did in episode number one I think. But when I sat this morning thinking about what points I wanted to make and what I actually wanted to say about what made me happy, I thought back to yesterday and basically yesterday me and Preston, I know this is like a personal thing in our relationship and it's not going to make you happy, but it really made me happy. It was the most beautiful, sunny, warm day. Me and Preston decided to go to the pub, which is the littlest thing ever that couples do, but we turned our phones off. I was driving, so I had a Coke and some chips and Preston had a couple of pints. We sat there, no phones, no cameras. I wasn't vlogging. I did vlog that day, but not when we went out. And we just sat there in the sunshine with our drinks and just spoke to each other about the future and had some quality bonding time that was well and truly needed. Because me and Preston don't really leave the house. We're kind of just sitting because we don't really enjoy doing the same things but something like that was just so key and it put us on such a high and in such a good place in the relationship and I just wanted to mention this to urge you to spend more quality time with your partner with no phones because you can get so distracted and just because you are in each other's company does not mean that you're bonding and connecting and spending quality time together so yeah, it was really good and it's made me and Preston really happy. We were speaking about the future, putting a plan in place for when we want to move away, which is uh, a goal, <laughs> Operation London, a goal <laughs> for a year or a couple of years time. So that's that. That's what's made me happy this week. And yeah, it's so, so important because in last week's episode, I don't know if you listened, but the world is just consumed by phones and social media. So I'm going to do a whole different topic on that, but it's just really important to come away from it. Even if it's not to rekindle, not rekindle, but connect with your partner, even just to spend time with yourself and work on yourself away from it all, I think is so, so important. This topic is a topic that has so many different factors to it and so many different stories and experiences from so many different people all over the world. So this topic is going to be all on surviving secondary school. This is a topic that's very close to me because of my experiences and the struggles that I had. So I really wanted to come on and share how my tips, if you're going through it at the minute, my experiences give you somebody to relate to and help you through the horrible stressful thing that is secondary school or high school so yeah it's in two parts but i'm gonna say that it's gonna be split into two categories so the first kind of category or topic that i wanted to touch on within this is dealing with bullying and separating your friends from people who are fake, people who are not very nice and I think the whole part of school 
is the social aspect and it consumes you and it shouldn't but it's so easy for parents to say oh yeah just go in it's fine your education's more important but it's so hard to be around social neglect and you have to struggle all the way through school there's so much pressure and stress that stems from insecurities not being in the popular girl group you know not being liked by a boy and it's okay to say that education comes first but when you're actually in that situation it doesn't feel like it is and it just it can just consume you and take over your brain and your life i hated school i loved my lessons some of them not maths i loved my lessons and i loved yeah just the concept of school but it was ruined and destroyed by the experiences that happened and no matter how many mistakes I've made or that you've made it does not give people the right to harass you, bully you or make you a victim in the big ocean that is school. The feels like you're never gonna escape from. The first point I want to make is just a disclaimer that this might be a triggering subject to some people bullying, uh, school harassment, people have been and go through still to this day a horrible time in school and this is why I wanted to talk about it today and help you. Um, teachers don't do enough, the schools don't do enough, parents don't do enough so I know that this might be triggering, I'm not saying anything insensitive or just because I say things that might not relate to you, but I'm only here to advise and help. I'm not trying to offend anyone. So I just wanted to disclaim that just before I properly got into the topic, because it's a deep one. So the three things I knew I wanted to mention that I would like to relay onto somebody who's going through school or is about to go through school, the three things I would say that are key to surviving secondary school. First thing, knowing who your real friends are. I'll go into these in all more detail, but hanging around with the wrong people and feeling singled out is a huge strain on the experience. So make sure you know who your real friends are. This isn't referring to everyone or all boys, but from a girl's perspective, <laughs> just don't get caught up in boys. Do not focus your school time on boys because most of them, again, not all of them, most boys in school have a reputation. They just want to impress their friends, joke on with their friends and it'll make you look like an idiot and you'll focus all your time on this boy who wants nothing more than a bit of fun. Just don't do it. Boys also cause drama through other girls as well. A girl likes a boy, you like a boy, causes this whole thing. Just stay away from them. Unless, obviously, it's a really nice person who has a really nice group of friends, you've known them for a while. There's exceptions, I'm not going to lie, there is. But generally, if you fancy a boy and somebody else does, it's just going to cause so much drama. I'm not saying don't go for what you want. I'm not saying, you know, if you really want a relationship with this person, you like them, they like you, don't do it. I'm just saying if it's going to cause drama... Just don't do it. That's my huge, huge tip because it happened to me. And tip number three is steer away from large girl groups, especially the quote-unquote popular group of girls. It can make you feel so inferior as well because there's, I don't know why it's like this. In every single school or majority of schools, there's a big group of girls who are the popular ones, who everyone wants to be like, who everyone wants to be friends with. God, it's just so infuriating. 
it's just so it can just put a whole negative strain negative cloud over your school life just stay away from them so most if not all of the experiences I'm going to share with you today come under those categories that I've told you to stay away from but this is the consequences of getting caught up in it and this is the consequences of what happens when you do get involved with these things and from year seven I used to get comments about my appearance all the time from like boys again who just wanted to impress their friends but basically when I was younger I had the nicest thickest eyebrows and nobody else had anything like that and it was before the HD brow trend and everything came in now everybody wants big eyebrows but I used to get picked on so much for the way I looked because of these eyebrows I wish I could insert a picture I wish I had just kept them but I used to get so many comments that it drove me I literally just got rid of them I plucked them all obviously I still had eyebrows but they were very thin and I just got rid of you know, I just, I just got rid of them. And that was something about me that everybody loved who was close to me. Every, like my family, my friends, they loved them. But because people say comments at you, you believe it and you, you want to, you know, just make it all go away. So I did that and I really wish I hadn't because it's back and down, if you will. But yeah, so from a very early point in school, I hated it because this people weren't like this in primary school I used to you know another thing is the first day of year seven I know if you're in that age group it's horrible I remember going in and I'd never known anything like it I was getting pushed by loads of older people it was manic there was no room to stand everyone was shouting and I was stood there when I went to school nobody from my primary school went to my secondary school so I was totally alone I had no friends and for a while I was sat in the toilets at break time and lunch time on my own because I was so frightened and I didn't want to go and make friends because I didn't know again who was right to make friends with parents most parents not all don't understand this it's like yeah just go in sending the kids in at school and they don't know what's really going on when they get there we do we go through it we've been through it and it's horrible and when I have kids I'm going to be so much more considerate about about it because I know how horrible it was and the time I have had in school was I mean I'll never forget it I'll never forget the way I was treated by people rumors stories that are made up about you that everyone starts to believe it's like school is just a big game of Chinese whispers and for me I just felt like it was all at me I got it all the time you know it's uh it's a really hard thing to overcome and if you're going through it right now I just want you to know I've been there I know what it's like I know it can be so hard but just keep going I know it feels like you'll never get out of school and you'll be stuck there forever but when you leave you'll just feel relief and my parents always said to me and my family members oh school will be the best time of your life you'll have the best time and I used to think if this is supposed to be the best time of my life then how the hell is the rest of my life gonna look <laughs> it's not the best time of your life not these days anyway it was the worst five years ever I constantly didn't want to go to school I would pull sickies say mom I'm not well and I never really opened up 
to my parents about what I was going through at school and that I was being harassed verbally, physically and I never really opened up about that because I didn't want to worry them and I think they knew deep down, especially my dad, that you know what what was going on but I was just sent there anyway I was you know sent into the shark's den and I had to endure it every single day school is a lot more strict than college you don't get um the option to not go in without your parents knowing because the the school rings them and tells them there's no freedom which is why after I've left school it's honestly the best thing ever you have so much freedom you just get treated like an adult but you just feel trapped and there's a reason people use the metaphor that school is like prison because it really is but yeah I never wanted to be there I went through a really shit time involving the big popular group of girls that I told you about all over a stupid boy yeah exactly <laughs> just stay away from them it's honestly it's not worth it but obviously things happen and when you're in that situation you don't really think it was all over a boy so it was me against like 40 girls were in this friendship group for the entirety of the time I was there and it was horrible I mean going in there every day knowing what was gonna come it was yeah I mean I would I wouldn't wish it on anyone I'm not gonna go into too much detail but basically there was a boy who I liked and then a girl out of this group liked him and then it both kind of I made mistakes she did and the outcome of it was uh, a few years worth of uh, horrible comments you know just in PE they would all you know gang up and obviously it's hard and when it's a sport because you have to be on a team with these people or against these people and it's awkward and during lessons you know these girls consume the majority of that year group and even my own friends I was never in I I really wanted to be in the popular girl group and I was friends with them for a bit but as Taylor Swift said all of my enemies started out friends I was in that group and it was horrible they would just slag each other off one of them would get up from the table and then they would all talk about her and she'd come back and then you know, they would just be friends with it, and it was horrible, it's a horrible environment, you don't want to be involved in that, there's a reason they're the popular group, but when you're actually in it, you realise why, it's, it's a horrible, girly, bitchy atmosphere, and when I got out of it, it was worse, because and they were against me, not my friend, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was just horrible, and all over a boy who looking back now just it was not worth an inch of it and if I could give myself advice it would just be to stay away from him and I wish I did I really do but I didn't and that's how it all happened the teachers didn't help my year manager didn't help in fact I think my year manager shit stirred more than you know people in the year group did you'd go and tell her something about something that had happened to you and then she'd go and tell the person who did it that you'd said that and then just cause loads of stuff so I think that also made it worse she instigated a lot I was singled out uh, of countless you know things when I was the one being harassed and I was the one being picked on they said to me the teachers oh well you're gonna have to sit in a classroom by yourself away from them if you wanted to stop because there's too many of them we can't punish them I was like what 
I was the one being singled out and I was the one being villainized when I was actually the victim and oh god it it was yeah it was like the longest five years of my life I was singled out my parents after they both found out went for countless meetings with the school with the teachers and nothing was changed it was all the same for the years it endured and I think most schools are like that there is some really good schools that do not tolerate bullying unfortunately my school was not one of them obviously not going to name them but it has a bad report for bullying and so do a lot of the schools where I'm from yet yeah, I mentioned this briefly in the first episode it's it's not the school it's the people but the teachers don't want to deal with it they just don't care and they didn't care and that's what made it so hard it could have easily been solved but it never was in the last episode me and my dad touched on how something happens at school and you can't just come home from school and forget about it until the next day because of social media it comes back with you it comes home I was coming back countless group chats were being made you know loads of these girls against me and there's so many key events that happened that I'll never forget. One of these girls made up a rumour that sent the police to my door one time that was totally untrue and that worried my family and my friends and it was just a stupid rumour just to get back at me for something and the police were literally at my door because they thought I'd done something and I was like oh honestly yeah it got that far it really did i had the police round because of the bullying they said i'm sorry there's nothing we can do uh so it was kind of left to me to deal with emotionally and that was i think that was the worst part i had no support i had no help i did but nobody was trying to solve it and i was the only one who could it can be so dehumanizing i don't think people speak about it enough And as I mentioned, it got to the point where it was taken outside of school. I was jumped by girls twice uh, related to it. I was scared to walk anywhere. I was scared to go home. I was scared to just go for a walk, go out with my friends. It was getting to the point where it it was just too much. And it drove me mad. It really did. And, I, and I'd been through so much at that point. My dad got involved and then I got, you know picked on for that you can't it just feels like you can't do anything right in that situation one thing I wanted to say is people will pick at you for absolutely anything they'll find if somebody doesn't like you they'll find something to pick at so my advice is just keep to yourself be you and try and stay away from these big groups these girls the drama I know it's really hard when people are picking on you and singling you out. You want to defend yourself. I got to a point where I just gave up defending myself. I was getting called a slag. I was getting called, yeah, slag, slut. Loads of these kinds of words that people just throw around without actually knowing the meaning of them. Because, I mean, if you know me, you know I'm very far from it. But people don't know your situations. Just because I liked a boy and did you know stuff that everybody experiences and does in school doesn't make you any of those things there's no such thing as those things but people just throw those words around and it's horrible it really is but you have to just keep being you and do not let it take away who you are because it really did for me I'd lost so much of myself because of what I was called because of what I went through 
every day this one girl in particular who was my friend then she wasn't one minute when she didn't like something I'd done you know she was horrible she would call me all these names and you know just get people to come over and she'd scream in my face all the time and I just didn't want the drama and I didn't want the confrontation I got to a point where I just gave up defending myself and it was I mean it's horrible when you just stood there hearing all these things being said and you can't say anything or you don't want to say anything but you are not the mistakes you've made I've made mistakes I've done stuff wrong and out of line do I regret them? Yes. Have I apologised to people for them? Yes. I don't think I've ever got an apology from any of those girls about the way I was treated. Because I made a couple of mistakes in my life, that meant I deserved all the shit I got in school for years. No, actually, it doesn't. Everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. Looking back, they were all just, you know, a bunch of hypocrites. I remember this one girl fell out with me because she thought I was saying stuff behind her back to a boy who I used to see and, and I didn't and I told her I didn't and she didn't believe it because apparently she heard even though she wasn't in the room and then she made the whole friendship group go against me and fall out with me and then I find out that Preston used to speak to her and he told me that she said she was my friend at this point and was saying stuff about me doing YouTube and that it was weird and embarrassing and I'm like hang on a minute you put me through hell and torture and made me lose all of my friends when you were doing the same thing it's just a toxic nasty poisonous environment and if my kid comes to me in however many years time well <laughs> a while away in 10 20 years time and says I don't want to go to school. I want to be homeschooled because I'm getting bullied. I'm not going to force them to go in. Obviously, it's the best thing for them, but I'm also going to give them that other option. I know how hard it was for me being bullied and going through the trauma and the toxicity in school. I'm not going to put my kid through that. And I don't know why parents do. I get education so important, but is it more important than a child's happiness, than a child's sanity? Because it drove me insane, all this stuff that I went through. It was horrible. Girls, and sometimes boys, are just so bitchy and horrible and they have everything to say about everyone. Why can't everyone just get along? <laughs> I've never understood it. My experiences go beyond explaining I think as I said verbally physically everything you can imagine has happened to me in school I'm just here to advise you that it's going to be okay and it's not forever it's just temporary and that's one of the reasons I want to move away from here to get away from everything that's ever happened walking down the street and thinking that's where I got jumped by them girls that time you know walking past the school that's where the worst five years of my life happened it's it just takes over your life and parents don't understand most of the time sometimes they do some people have really understand parents I didn't have the security of being able to say yeah I don't want to go in today oh okay that's fine no I had to go in I, ha I had to go and endure it and you know suffer the pain and it happens to so many kids these days and not enough people are doing enough about it there's more suicides now from girls and boys due to bullying than there has ever been that's not okay people should not be driven to the point of taking their own lives just because people find it funny 
to pick on them, to bully them, to harass them, whether they've done something wrong or not. It's never okay to treat people like that. Why can't something be solved with just a simple conversation, a simple, you know, I don't like you, you don't like me, I don't like the way you go about you, you don't like the way I go about me, so let's just stay away from each other. No, it can't be like that. Girls have to get everybody else involved to bitch on and harass and it's just toxic. Just a word of advice, no boy is worth, or you know, if you're in a relationship with this person and you love each other, fine, but no boy is worth you being driven insane and crying yourself to sleep every night. You shouldn't be doing it and it shouldn't be happening. I went through it and I'm sure there's so many of you listening who go through it. It's, I mean, boys as well like to get involved in the drama. The key thing for me for surviving secondary school, separate who your real friends are from your fake friends. I have always chosen to have very few friends in my life a handful a small amount three or four friends because I know they're real friends and I know you know instead of having 20 40 60 friends or acquaintances who are just going to bitch behind your back who aren't actually there for you one thing I learned is if your family who people who mean so much to you and you know you mean so much to them come and say something about you to your face that's when you should probably be like, oh, uh, okay, maybe I need to change this. But as Taylor Swift said, <laughs> again, quoting the Queen, you are not the opinion of somebody who doesn't know you, who doesn't care about you. You're not that. You're not those names they call you. It's horrible. Trolling online is a totally different kettle of fish. In school, it's not okay. You are not what these girls or boys say you are. Just because you've made human mistakes in your life, just like everybody else, just like these people, does not mean you're broken and it does not mean you're messed up and it does not mean you deserve to be bullied and harassed and feel that you can't go into school and get your GCSEs for your future because you're being bullied. It's horrible and it consumes your life and honestly, if I can give any advice, it's those three things. Find your real friends, stick to them and keep it to yourself stay away from boys, don't get caught up in it, it can be so hard to impress, you know, your group of friends, they want to impress theirs, you know, it's all, it's all big excitement, the chase of each other in school, seeing each other, you know, secret smiles in the corridors, you know, the time, there's been times where, with a boy in the older year, who I really liked, and he was embarrassed because I was a year younger, and with all the drama that was going on, that it was it had to be a secret, nobody could know, and when it came out, he was so embarrassed, and do you know how that made me feel? It was horrible knowing that he was embarrassed. Just stay away from them. They can be brutal boys in school. They just want to impress their friends, they don't care about your feelings, they will mess you about, they will fuck you over my my language they'll do it and just keep yourself yourself focus on your work get your grades and then go and live your life freely without being trapped in prison with horrid people third thing stay away from those girls if any if you learn anything from today's episode just stay away from them it's not worth it being in the popular group they'll turn on you they all turn on each other at one point keep yourself to yourself be you 
do not let anyone take away your sparkle because you are amazing. It took it away from me. It took all my dreams away. I didn't start my YouTube channel in school when I knew I wanted to because I was getting bullied and I knew what these girls would say. It would just give them another reason to, you know, it would give them something else to comment on, something else to say. Don't let that happen. Do not let somebody stop you from following your dreams. I wish I'd started YouTube earlier, but I didn't because I was so worried. Now, it's the best thing I've ever done. Don't be scared to be different either. Just because all these people who you go to school with don't want this dream, think it's weird, think it's embarrassing. It's not. It's amazing that you're doing something different and out there. I'm proud that I did. I, you know, and and it encourages other people to do it. It gives other people a push to follow their dreams. I know how hard it can be. Please tell someone. If teachers aren't helping, you know, teachers, there are some understanding ones, but they don't really care. You know, they, they don't have to put up with it when they go home or they come into school. You know, that they, they don't get bullied as a teacher. They might have in school, but they, you know, they, it's, it's just hard. There's nobody, sometimes it feels like there's nobody there tell your friends as long as you know they're your real friends tell your family make sure it gets sorted you know move schools as much as your parents might be against it this is your life and i'm sure they want you to be happy over being bullied and harassed for years and years and years on end i wish i'd moved schools i wanted to be homeschooled it was never offered to me it was never an option in my family just do what makes you happy and if you're going through it at the minute and this is, you know, pulled on a heartstring for you, if it's hit home, it'll be okay. It's temporary, it's not permanent. You know, you're better than all these people. And, you know, somebody who's truly happy and content with their life would not be picking on you or harassing you for yours. Don't listen to them. Just keep powering through, you can do it. I did it, and I'm the most emotional, sensitive person ever. It was hard, I felt like I was going to break or explode at any minute. But I did it and now I'm in a good place. You can do it too, I promise. God, I feel like I've said so much and been talking about so much. I can't even remember half of what I've just said. There's so much more I could share in detail and depth, but I don't think now is the right time. Just know that I've been through it and if you're going through it, you can give me a message if you don't want to talk to your family or your teachers. Message me. I will help you as much as I can. I wasn't intending to offend anyone or be insensitive. I know everyone's situation is different. I just wanted to share some and basic details of what happened to me and hope that you can relate and overcome it too, just like I did. It took a while. Coming back from it was a big struggle, but I did it. And I'm, I've never been more proud of myself for doing that. So... Let's get into the quote of the week and end the episode on a positive note. It's half term. Well, actually, it won't be when this goes up. It's been half term. You had two weeks away from it. Now you're back. Go in. Brave face. Don't let people harass you. Don't let yourself be bullied. Don't go in if you don't want to. No pressure. Tell your parents you're not happy. Be more open with them. Relating to the last episode. Talk to them more. So, this week's quote of the week is... Blowing out somebody else's candle does not make yours shine any brighter. And it's true, it doesn't. As I said, happy people do not harass people. And it's, you know, it's real, it's, it's, a, it's a fact. 
just try and get through it as best you can if you can't that's okay sometimes when that was happening to me I'd go to a place where I thought there was no light at the end of the tunnel I couldn't see it but I'm so glad I powered through and I did and you can do the same it's a really deep topic and I could share my experiences in more detail one day I will I'm not ready right now but I hope you've took something from it anyway and enjoyed the episode and again my advice take it I promise you will have a much better school life I love you all so much thank you for listening to another episode and coming back part two of surviving school will be coming next week so keep an eye out for that yeah thank you for listening and I will see you all next Monday bye